Okay, so this is just another typical example of how I sit down and try and think of something to say and start scribbling notes and I'm just after going like ah, stop and here goes. It's gonna be a bit of a, a bit of a somber esque one, I think. Um I got news this morning that a friend of mine has passed away. A very young man, he's he's my age, either thirty six or thirty seven. Um now, don't get me wrong, I wasn't particularly close to this dude. We were good friends if I bumped into him it'd be like jesus frano fucking hell what's the crack how are you and i was like fucking hell man what's the story um now i'm not going to mention his name because it's still pretty much breaking news and uh, for people who knew him my podcast isn't where they should fucking find out about it um so i'm not going to name anybody but it's just like i i got a phone call this morning and look man a, a bad news you you were mates with this guy weren't you yeah what what you mean was <laughs> as soon as I heard were mates with this guy and it was a kind of a kind of a call out of the blue I was like oh fuck I kind of knew what was coming but um as I said I wasn't overly close to him put it this way I knew he lived in Australia for a while but I wasn't sure if he was even still there or if he was, if he lived in Ireland I inquired as to whether or not he had kids to the person that told me and they informed me that he had a four year old now I didn't know he had a four year old so that'll tell you how fucking close we were. Um, but look, such is life these days, people move on, I'm sure there's people that would be pretty pally with me that don't know that I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old or a podcast or a business or, or whatever else, but um, when I heard the news this morning, I kind of took it on the chin because, you know, what, what are you going to fucking do, like, I didn't even inquire as to funeral arrangements because given COVID, you know, you're not going to be able to attend, Um. And I haven't been able to get it out of my head all day. Although I took the, the news on the chin and kind of went, oh, fuck, that sucks. Um, but I, I more or less got on with my day. Because, you know, what else do you fucking do? But I haven't been able to get them out of my head all day. Um, and I suppose what hits home with me personally, just from a purely selfish point of view, is that... He was my age. He got sick. It wasn't a car accident or, you know, some sort of work accident. Uh, he just basically got sick and fucking died. Um, and he had, you know, a small kid. I'm literally the same age as him. I have a couple of small kids. My, I don't have a, I don't have a fear of death as much as I have a fear of leaving my kids without a dad and wife without a husband. That, that kind of sticks in my grow more than me dying, you know, I've to a certain degree I've made my peace with death. Uh, I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast. Because I came so close to taking my own life at one point, I by default now view the life that I have now and all the time since that point as almost like bonus bonus content. It, it's almost as if I may as well have died and I, I did die to a, to a certain degree, I suppose. That, like that, a, a big part of me died when I when I went through that space, metaphorically, obviously. And you're kind of you're kind of reborn to a degree, like when you go through anything, whether it's cancer, being suicidal, or you know someone close to you dies. Now, again, this person wasn't particularly close. We weren't particularly close, eh? but his fucking wife and kid was. And his brothers and sisters and uncles and aunties and fucking friends and close family and whoever else. They were plenty close. But people die. 
And you just have to fucking get on with it as best you can. I'm not going to dwell on how sad it is and how terrible it is. That That's not my... I'm not into that. I don't like... There's, an, there's enough of that. There's plenty of that in the world. I don't need to add to that. But I suppose what I'm trying to take from it is that I suppose remind myself how good I fucking have it. You know, the, the business is on ice, um, but the podcast has been fucking ramped up. Kids are happy, healthy, so is herself, and, you know, most people around me, the overwhelming majority of people around me are, are, are doing great, um, relatively speaking. We all have our ups and downs, we all have our bad days and all the rest of it, that's just life. But I suppose when, when tragedy besets a family such as my friend's untimely passing, it's a reminder for the rest of us. My, and when I say the rest of us, I mean myself first and foremost. It's a reminder to me to make the most of the time that you're not in the middle of a fucking catastrophe. Because there's there's been plenty of time in my life. And even when I, when I say plenty of time in my life... I'd include a bit of yesterday and the day before in this. This isn't, you know, oh, there was this one time once. Like, this is this is almost an, an hourly thing to a degree. Nothing's really wrong. You know, we're not in the middle of, a, of any kind of catastrophe. Things are kind of normal. But you're just a bit, I don't know, pissed off or sad or, or whatever. And don't get me wrong, it's a perfectly natural feeling, but... It's times like this when I, if I regret anything, it's the times I spent complaining that I was bored and that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Complaining about, oh, fucking lockdown, I can't go anywhere or do anything. Like, don't get me wrong, we're all entitled to our little gripes and I wouldn't take that away from me or anybody else. But my friend's passing, it's just a big fucking slap in the face a big wake-up call it's like that could just so easily have been fucking either me or you know someone who was really close to me or that i was really close to these things can fucking come and strike us down and it's just when it when it happens to me at least it's a reminder to get your fucking shit together you know have your bad days by all means but try and catch yourself when you're pissing and moaning about trivial shit and I suppose what I'm striving to do here with the with the whole podcast and the whole off the lead thing, I suppose, is is to help me is to help me live a better life, essentially. Because I don't think it's feasible to think that when you're feeling when you're in a piss of humor or you're bored or you're pissing and moaning about trivial shit, I don't think it's feasible to think that in future, I'm, oh, I'm just going to remind me of all the people who have it so much worse off than me. And I'm just going to buck up. I don't think that's likely or advisable. But what is advisable is to, ha- to do what you can to map out a bit of a path for yourself. And what I mean by that is, I suppose, it, again, I can only speak for myself. And at this current moment in my life... I'm on top of things. I haven't always been by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm on top of things. I have several irons in several fires. And I'm on I'm on a good trajectory. 
And that's what it's all about. To me, I think you'll often hear cliched stuff like, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And look, agreed. But a much better way of viewing that, I think, is 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 in relation to your trajectory. What's your trajectory like? If I continue doing what I'm doing and what I have been doing, are things going to get worse or better? And I think it's a lot easier to have better days when you're on a good trajectory. And the longer that you can maintain that trajectory, the better your average day becomes. And that's that's what it all boils down to. It's 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 your it's your quality of life over time. It's not how you feel on one day or how you feel another day. It's an average feeling. That's the that's the most important thing. I remember having this idea before for a, for an app, and it was a, a kind of a a suicide awareness or suicide prevention app. The idea being that, or maybe just in a and a, a depression awareness app or, or some or, or some such it's 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 ill-defined but let me just fumble around and try and explain it as best i can the idea was that you'd have an app on your phone and every day or multiple times a day or maybe just whenever you thought about it, whatever to, let's say pick fucking breakfast lunch and dinner right three recurring times throughout your day and the idea is you pick up your app and there's a, a rating of 0 to 10 and you just basically put in, like 0 being you're fucking suicidal, 10 being it's the happiest day of your life. 5 is, you know, just tipping along, nothing good, nothing bad, normal, for want of a better term. And you're to rate your feeling. So, like today, today's a bad example, but let's say pick yesterday. I probably had a, a 7 yesterday. Um... Today was probably a was probably a four, given the news that I got. Maybe even a three. But given that zero was suicidal, four is probably plenty. And given the spectrum of human experience, a rating out of 20 is probably better. With 10 being the average, zero being suicidal. Because, you know, you, you, there's, there's more steps than five between being suicidal and being normal. You know, kind of way. So maybe rate it out of twenty. Again, it's 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 ill-defined, but the, you get the sentiment. But the idea is that three times a day you log in and you just click, and you know, for the most part, for most of us, it'll be five every day. And if it's five every day, there's no real need to continue it. But if you're up and down a bit, okay, if you're, you know, let's say it's out of twenty, if you're fives. If you're recurring regular 5 out of 20 for your mood. Again, if it's just, you know, a day, it's fine. If it's two days, it's grand. But if your average over the month is 5, you know, maybe a message gets sent to someone. You know, a generic message, your mate Frano has just logged an average of 5 out of 20 for the last 30 days, given his previous difficulties with his emotional and or mental health or whatever way you want to phrase it maybe check in on him now again this the app i don't think i mentioned was was i think geared towards people who had i don't know maybe the odd depressive episode or you know it's, it's not for everybody this would be for anybody's suffering say um and that was basically essentially it you know it's it's not rocket science 
you're encouraged by your whoever it is, whether it's your psychologist or your, I don't know, fucking psychotherapist or your counsellor or whoever it is that you've been visiting. I put it this way, anybody who's on antidepressants, okay, which is a good percentage of the population, I would imagine. So if if you've been struggling enough with life in general to the point whereby you need antidepressants, I think that this app would be a good idea. Now, again, I haven't even mentioned this to anybody else, so it could be a terrible idea for a whole host of reasons that I'm not aware of. But the point that I'm laboring to make here and the sentiment that I want to get across is it's your average mood that's more important. Okay, you can, it's, you know, if, if you're if you're a bit manic and you're high as a kite one day and you're down in the dumps the next day, it might be a bit misleading because you could be averaging 10. But if that's, you know, 20, 20, 20, 20, 0, 0, 0, 0, 20, 20, 20, 20, 0, 0, 0, 0, your average there is 10. But man, you need fucking serious help. It's the best day of your life for three days and then you're suicidal for three days and then you're fucking, it's the best day of your life for three days and you're suicidal again. That's what manic is, by the way. When you're manic, you're up and down. And people living with people who are manic often reply that, or often report rather, that they'd take their partner suicidal over being on top of the world. It's a very, very common theme with people who are, married to manic people or who have manic kids or manic parents or whatever else because when you're suicidal say or when you're down 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 maybe not suicidal but when you're in the depths of depression it would be typical for you not to leave your room or your house you know when if you're married to somebody that's depressed out of their head say it might be hard to get a word out of them and they're horrible to live with because it's 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 terrible having a big dark cloud over themselves and and the household and everything else it's it's like depression is tough on the person and everybody around them but it's 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 a lot easier dealt with than somebody who's on the other end because somebody who's on the other end bursts in the door and goes you'll never guess what we're all going to disneyland woohoo and you know how we're going to get to the airport we're going to jump into our brand new car <laughs> and that's more tiring than the depressed version you know oh she's in she's in bed she hasn't fucking left her room in the last three days my life is fucking terrible oh she's fucking gotten us into incredible debt and he or she is off to the fucking races because you know Life is short and we're gonna we're all going off to the races. So you can see how somebody who is depressed is a bit more manageable than somebody who's manic. But anyway, I digress. What I'm, I suppose, trying to get across to myself is to just be a little bit more aware that, bang, you know, the, the phone rings and, you know, it's your mom, it's your fucking dad, it's your brother, it's your husband, it's the guards at the door. Shit like that fucking happens. And it will always happen. And there's no amount of setting the right trajectory that's going to fucking stop that. Okay? These are inevitabilities. But better to be hit with an awful inevitability when you're on a good trajectory. 
and better still to be hit with something like that when you've been on a regular, steady, upward trajectory. And I hope that my efforts with the podcast and with building the studio and with the videos that I've been putting up and all the other bits and pieces that I've planned, I hope they're helping people get their trajectories straight. I hope they're I hope they're helping maybe just because I've I've tried to I've tried to uh, get a not a theme for the podcast but I've tried to get I try and get sound bites for the podcast so when people ask me you know Jesus you've I hear you've a podcast and I hear you you interview people and I hear you you do solo ones as well like what's it all about and the way that I've described it in the past is in podcasting at least the two huge names would be Joe Rogan and Sam Harris and the way I compare what I do to both of those guys is I'd say that I'm not as silly as Joe Rogan, but I'm not as serious as Sam Harris. And another way that I've described it is another huge name in podcasting is uh, Blind by Boat Club, the Blind by podcast. And he describes his own podcast as an effort to give people what he calls a podcast hug. And I've tweaked that slightly for my own efforts and I've said before that if Blind Boy gives people a podcast hug, what I do is intended to give people a podcast kick up the hole. Because I'm, tr- I'm trying to encourage, and I was going to say people, but by people I mean myself. Like I haven't done as much of the things that I've wanted to do in years as I have in the last week. And that's been fueled by this platform that I've built and that I'm building and that I've committed to full time. So whenever I say this is for for what I try and do for people, it's first and foremost what I'm trying to do for myself. And the better that I can make my trajectory, the better it is for the wife, for the kids, friends and family, and hopefully whoever chooses to listen. So we're coming up to 20 minutes. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, didn't mean to depress anyone. I hope this is, hasn't been a fucking too depressing of an episode. But I suppose it's no harm to get the reminder that tragedy besets us all. But that's no reason to be fucking depressed and to moan about it. If anything, it's reason to hug our kids that bit more tightly. Love our fucking partners that little bit more. And just be grateful for what you do have before you end up fucking missing it. And on that somewhat somber note, I'll chat to you soon.